right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Gage Samoji. He's Emerson Hip. And this is the Intoxicated Sports Report. Yes, Welcome sir. back. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Glad to be back. We're kind of on our every 10 well, days now. Yeah, a little, little off schedule sort of thing, but uh, okay. we will be back next Monday. We will. Because we and we'll tell you about that later. Because we have to be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Good. We had a nice little uh, weekend. Yes, we did. Saturday, we went to the Sharkies game. Yep. And unfortunately for us and for you, yep. Sharks lost. So your unbeaten streak going to Sharks games finally came to an end, but it was a hell of a streak nonetheless. Right, right. Of course, uh, it it feels fitting that it happened in the year where they're having like the worst season in their team's history. So, yeah. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. And clearly the Sharks are not winning them all this year. Yeah. <laughs> We're close to it. Yeah. Thanks, Devin, for driving. Yep. That was really great. appreciate it. Uh, we got to see one Sharks goal, which was nice. Always nice was, to celebrate yeah. once. That was like a pretty sweet goal, too. Um, and then that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it came early. And they, <laughs> that was it. came early, and that was it. <laughs> the C2 Selected Forest were perfect, as always. Yes, I do love that, that section. You love the behind the net. Yeah. Looking down the ice. I mean, obviously, you're not seeing one side of the ice very well, but, you know, hey. you get the other side, like, perfect perfect position. Lower level in a hockey game, can't complain. Yeah, can't exactly. complain. I've said upper level, it's not bad. Actually, for the first time ever, I strolled up there just to kind of see what, it, what the view would be like. I think if you're in the first handful of rows, you're probably in a pretty good position. Look at you kind of roaming around. Yeah. Huh? I think we, I need to just let myself see a different view for go. once. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like go up there and sit down or no? No, I just kind of like like poked my head out like through the uh, like the tunnel or whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't a packed house by any means. No, it was probably maybe three quarters full at most. But, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like you said, the Sharks having a bad year. Right. You know, it was a Saturday, so maybe I thought it'd be a little more packed. It's late in the year. People are over it by now. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Danny for coming with us. Shout out to Garrett for almost making us late. <laughs> no, right. But he didn't. We got a little worried <laughs> we, about this guy for a little bit. We worked it out. We got there, actually, in really great time. So, we did. So we did. We got there. Per, yeah, it was perfect timing. Didn't hurt us much at all. Garrett decided to snooze because we weren't we weren't really that clear on what we wanted to do. No. So the reasoning was he thought we were going to... Like, leave or get here at four, right? Yeah. But what we wanted to do is get to RD at four. Yeah. Mistakes on both sides. Mistakes on both sides. <laughs> we were mad at him. It was just, if you know Garrett, anytime you're with him, it's just, it's always a laugh. Right. <laughs> you know? Love seeing the guy. <laughs> the guy's got a Timo Meyer shirt on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it, was it just the last episode that we talked about Timo being gone? I think it was. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of old news, but still. That's, that's a nice scary move. Yeah. So. <laughs> We got our one Sharks game in for the season. We did. Glad we did it. One next year. You know, I wish yeah. I get to one. Yeah. I, I really wish they were closer. And, and not that it's a terrible drive, but it just, it could be better. I wish they were in Sac- I, love- I wish they were at least Sacramento. Right. Because, or like San Francisco. Or San Francisco. Yeah, because like, uh, you know, I'd love to go to more games. It's, I think that's probably yeah. my, that's, I love baseball games and really any sporting event, but something about hockey games, I, I don't know, I like them a lot. I think I value hockey games more than baseball because I don't go to them as much. Right. Yeah, I, I would I, agree with that. I feel the same about basketball, too, because I've only been to maybe two or three basketball, like NBA games. Yeah. So if I were to go to an NBA game whenever I do, I'd be like, wow, this is really cool because it's not something like baseball that I see more often right. than other things. Well, then, of course, there's football, which is a different story because I get to one of those, you know, every, seems like five years right. yeah. that, you know what I mean? Football's expensive. Exactly. So is I would say so is hockey and basketball for what it is because you you get forty home games it's like you don't need to gouge us that much no yeah yeah I understand because you can go to baseball games for for pretty cheap because football now they have what eight or nine home games depending yeah. on right what the schedule is that year yeah and so I understand that tickets have to be like one hundred fifty bucks because they have to make their money right and people buy that and people people love, people love the NFL people, they're gonna do it people and yeah they can get away with it. <laughs> yeah they're gonna do it. you know you ask somebody they probably say oh one hundred fifty bucks for a football game that's not bad right. Like, to me, the ticket prices for the Sharks game should have been cheaper than they were, given how bad the Sharks are. Yeah. And how the time of the season. Like, it's, we're almost to the end here. I agree. But it is what it is. Yeah, still a great time. It was. It was indeed. <clears throat> yeah, I am glad they didn't get shut out. That would have been a real letdown. Oh, <laughs> you got to hear the, the foghorn once. got to hear it once. And we heard it, like you said, we heard it early. Yeah. Wasn't often, but we heard it. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a good time. It was a really good time. Uh, Gage, you want to get our announcement going so that uh, we can open this bottle of wine? Yes. So <laughs> July 27th, is that what it is? The Thursday. Yep, that sounds right. We are hosting Trivia Night at RD Winery. 
And we are drinking some RD wine today. It's their 100 knot Zinfandel. This light's not helping, but you know. I know no one watches our videos anyways. But uh, yeah. yeah, we have a bottle of wine here. And we're going to pop it off. Really excited about this. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> this is going to be fun. You know, we know it's four months out. We thought we mentioned it now. Yeah, get, get we'll people excited about it. We'll mention it a little down the line, and of course, when it gets even closer, we'll probably mention it every week just to make sure right. people show up. Absolutely, it'll be like six o'clock, but you don't got to worry about that right now because mm -hmm. we will remind people. We just want to say thank you to RD for letting us do this. Absolutely, they do trivia nights, I believe, every month. So if you want to go to RD this month and do female pop icons, that's what they're doing this, is month, this is? month for the trivia night. Yes. In the past, they've done fun ones like The Office. I've done, I went to, went to the Friends one. Nice. I think last month was Star Wars. I wasn't able to make it to that one. Wish I could have, but you know, things happen. I'm guessing you kicked ass in the Friends one? I didn't win. You know, I, cause, I mean, I watched Friends a lot like years, like five or six, okay. four or five years Not ago. That recently. I did all right, but you know, it's it's more about me just, it's more about having fun. You right, know I mean? right. No, I'm excited for this. Yeah, no. it's going to be cool. Yeah. Hopefully we're both can be there. If yes. not, if not, that, if not, I will definitely be there. Yeah. I'll I'll try to make a point to to be there for sure. So cheers. Cheers. Like some midday red wine. That is good, man. Woo. Mm -hmm. Tasty. This will be like the first official thing that we do like in public. I think. Yeah. We've kind of you know it's probably. We should have, should have done something like this sooner, but, you know, things happen. I know. Or, you know, just, you know, people do things at different paces. And... We, we could have pursued something with trade, but we never really did. Yeah. Maybe, maybe someday. We'll see. Also, thanks to Devin, because she obviously works there. I mean, I guess, yeah. it's, I guess it's not obvious, but she does work there, so she kind of put in the good word for us. And I think the winner of the trivia night always gets a bottle of wine, so that's something to show up for. Yep. There'll be wine there. We I might think, come up with a prize of our own. We might have some merch that we might come out with soon, possibly. That's possibly. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah just, we're going to have a little bit of fun. Could be a double It's going to be cool. I can't wait. <clears throat> Four months out, but hey, it'll be here before you know it. Yes. And this is some good Zinfandel. Yes, it is. I like it. One thing about RD, what they do, is they pride themselves on making affordable wine. It is very affordable. That, that, does, taste, that right. does taste really good. Yeah. And the place is beautiful on the inside. It's, I forget exactly what the, the address is of the place, but we'll tell, oh, you, yeah. we'll tell you that later on down the line. It's too. on what, South Kelly Road? Is that like that little... Or is it like on like Executive Way somewhere? Or it's off South Kelly Road. Yeah. Or North Kelly, whatever you call it. But yeah. So yeah. That's gonna be fun. That's I can't wait. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna try to get everybody that I know there. Oh yeah, you're all invited. Yeah, everybody invited. Listen, <clears throat> and if you have questions, ask us anytime you want through, you know, yet me if you have our number, Instagram, Twitter if you have Twitter. I know more people have Instagram than Twitter. So. All right. The only question we won't answer is what questions were gonna be asked in trivia. <laughs> oh no no, no no no! Absolutely not. I will not give that away. No. We're we won't make we will make it easy, but we won't make it terribly hard. No, we'll make it reasonably. Easy and hard. <laughs> Give you a couple, couple cream cups down, yeah, down the middle, <laughs> and some harder ones. Yes, so. yes. Looking forward to that. <clears throat> uh, we didn't mention this yet, did we? Mm. Okay, so we're watching WC baseball right now. This is the second semifinal, Mexico versus Japan. Obviously, winner goes to the finals, uh, which is tomorrow, which will be against Team USA, who won their semifinal game fourteen to two yesterday Trey against. Turner, that boy, nice. Yes, against Cuba. Trey Turner is on a heater. <laughs> yes, he's, he's so good. <laughs> Three homers in the last two games, so. Who are we wanting to play? I, oh, Just, by the way, Otani's up to bat right now. And he's hitting 438 in the series. Is he? Yeah. Um, I don't really have a preference too much. I mean, I guess I'd rather say play Japan just because we already played Mexico, even though Mexico's the one team to beat USA in this tournament so far. Yes. But um, I would say Japan just for that reason. And we... I think it's harder for us to play Japan in this tournament because of the geographical factors. I'm going to pick... I want to play Japan because if we lose Mexico again, Sal will never let us live down. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but it would be nice to get some revenge it on that be, loss. It would, be, it would be very nice. Yeah, This is the first, furthest Mexico's ever been in this tournament. Oh. Um, oh. I believe Japan has one championship. USA won the last one in 2017. So Every six years? Or every... Uh, no, so the first one was 06, and then it went, I think it went to 06, 
09 or 10, and then 2013, 2017, and then they were going to have it in 2020, but then, then COVID. Yeah, okay, COVID. Makes sense. And this is in Miami? Uh, correct. Nice. Yeah, the U.S. played their preliminary games in Arizona, where the Diamondbacks play. They don't always have the WBC in America, like the final, do they? Usually, yeah. Do they? I think everyone has been in, in the United States. Oh, okay. Major League Baseball puts on this tournament. Gotcha. Yeah, which is kind of why they have the the re- restrictions on like pitch limits and uh, rest days and all that for mm-hmm. pitchers. Since we're talking WBC real quick, um, Jock Peterson played for Team Israel? Yeah, that's what makes this tournament a little funny is that the requirements for, you know, national eligibility is... is much different than, like, say, World Cup or something. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a citizen. Um, you just have to have, like, like for him, like, he's Jewish, so he okay. has ties to Israel. Um, I mean, that's kind of cool, but... Yeah, even, like, most of the guys on the on the Mexico team are actually born in the United States. Mm-hmm. They just have Mexican heritage. Gotcha. I just saw it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Even, like, Tommy Edmund is playing for Team Japan, but he's American. He went to Stanford, grew up in California. <laughs> But he has Japan ties. But he, yeah, but he's, he's or Japanese ties. Yeah, his mom know. is like half Japanese or something like that. Huh. Yeah. I think it, it kind of comes down to like they're just doing whatever they can to get more representation in the tournament. Yeah, it's really cool seeing future ISR guest Rowdy Telez playing for yeah, Mexico. Pretty pretty awesome. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man. Uh, Gage, what is going on on today's episode? Uh, a lot of NFL news, as always. You know, March Madness, the NBA, and a little bit of Last Call. Mm-hmm. Sprinkled in there. <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. I like how, so I was looking at the March Madness bracket on the pa- in, in the paper, mm-hmm. and it says Basketball Madness, I think. Because you can't, like, oh, March it, is Madness it, is, it is trademarked. trademarked yeah. <laughs> I, I, think it says, I think it says Basketball Madness, it, something like that. I guess I didn't realize that. Like, I don't even think people on the radio can say March Madness. Is that right? Yeah. Like they say like the, the men's tournament or That's the NBA tournament. That is funny. Classic NCAA trying to make as much money as I can. Well, we're going to say March Madness like 14 times today, right? So sue us. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but first we're going to start with uh, some NFL offseason news, and we're going to get a little rapid fire here. Um, there's been some trades, some QB signings that were interesting, yes. of course, and some other free agency news. Uh, but first things first, uh, we're going to start with the trades. The Panthers... Acquired the number one pick from the Bears. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are the Bears are going to receive the number nine, number sixty-one picks this year, and they are going to get a future first rounder and second rounder and wide receiver DJ Moore. Uh, who do you think won this trade, and who will be the Panthers' number one pick? Um, their number one pick, I'm going to say, is going to be. I'm going to go CJ Stroud. I like that pick. I'm going to go Stroud. Yeah, I like the way he played in the. Semifinal game, I thought he looked really prof- or looked really NFL ready. Right, he makes some made some pretty nice plays. But I think the Bears won the <clears> trade <throat> because I like how they they've shown that they want to stick with Justin Fields. Yeah, DJ Moore is a nice receiver to give him right. an option down the field. They got him and Claypool is is again another guy they picked up last year. And you know, you know, draft picks. Yeah, draft picks. Are got, nice. Getting two first rounders and two second rounders out of this. I agree with you. I, I think uh, I think CJ Stroud's their pick. Although I wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked to see Bryce Young, of course. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I think the, the Bears did win. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I do like the commitment to Justin Fields, so I didn't really understand why people thought they would move off of him. Yeah, because the Jets, the Jets right now are talking about not having um, Zach Wilson as their quarterback anymore. Right. It's like maybe the, the Bears could have went that route and said, you know what, we don't think this is the guy, but Justin Fields... He's played a hell of a lot better than Zach Wilson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, the Raiders, they trade Darren Waller to the Giants for a third-round pick. Uh, my thoughts on this is, this sucks for the Cowboys secondary. Yeah, true. Uh, my only thoughts are, the Raiders are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders are fucking cheap. <laughs> uh, Darren Waller, is he is he getting an upgrade from quarterback, from Derek Carr to Daniel no, Jones? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so at all. And also... The Raiders have the audacity to trade this guy after he just got married to his wife, who plays for the oh, Las I Vegas know. Aces. Yeah, that's it. That's I know it's part. I know it's part of the deal. They'll make it work because they're they got money. Or right. You know, he's, he's they both have money. That was rough. rough. But I mean, like they just they just get married and they probably have this nice house in Vegas. They're probably still gonna have. But they're like, you know what? You're out of here. Yeah. See ya. See ya. 
I love I love her tweet too. Oh, it's because McDaniel's wasn't invited to the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, for the Cowboys, this is just some you know scoff at because Darren Waller. Yes, he's had his injury issues, but he is a hell of a tight end. And outside of Saquon, the Giants kind of lacked um, like weapons on offense. Really, yeah, they weren't weren't like super. Well, because they have like Kenny Galladay didn't I think play they, much. I think they cut him. Did they just, cut him? Yeah, I think so. And and uh, what's Shepard was hurt a lot last year I think too. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Cowboys have acquired Stephon Gilmore and Brandon Cooks via trade. <laughs> How about them? Do you do you think these are difference making moves? I think it 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 will make a difference. Yeah, but I don't think it'll make maybe a huge difference. Right. Like I don't know if it pr- propels them to being one of the better or the first or second best team in the NFC. Right. I I think. They had to do a little something. I don't know how much wiggle room they have, so I would say they're nice moves, but I don't know if that takes them, like you said, to the top of the NFC. You know, Stephon Gilmore is a proven corner. He's, He's a little, little older. older. He's like yeah. 32. Yeah. Brandon Cooks, I think he has six 1,000-yard seasons. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's so he, he produces. He just, you know, he doesn't play. I mean, he played for the Patriots for a little bit. Right. Like, would you call him a number one receiver? Probably not, no. but, but maybe a good number two. But they have C.D. Lamb, so they don't need him to be number one. Right. I could see him being... You know, kind of like how, like if I compare him to a cowboy, it's like Cole Beasley, that kind of thing. Maybe a little more athletic Cole yeah. Beasley, but he can like, like a slot guy, something like that. Yeah. So yeah, this is, it's nice seeing the Cowboys just do something, right? You know, because they always kind of lack in the department when it comes to free agency. Right. It seems. Jalen Ramsey, going to the Dolphins. Rams trade him. Are the Dolphins a contender in the AFC? Almost. I just I don't know what I'm gonna get out of the quarterback position, which is making me concerned. I still don't even know if the Dolphins are the best team in their own division. Right. I mean, I, I think you'd still give that to the Bills. It'll be interesting to see if the Bills continue to or keep a lot of the guys that they want to keep, because mm-hmm. um, that's going to be in question. So, and then of course the Jets are going to be hopefully getting Aaron, or for them hopefully getting Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anyone else cares, but no. <laughs> it's just it's all it's just all on Tua. It's a Quarterback driven league, as we all know. Right. And, and is he going to be healthy? Is he going to produce? Exactly. Yeah. It's all, it's all, Tua's under the most pressure. Right. But I think that's definitely, if he can return to his form, Jalen Ramsey, they got a damn good defense. Yes. Uh, Austin Eckler requesting a trade from the Chargers. Uh, I didn't really see that one coming, but where would you like to see him go? No, not name the Cowboys. You can hit the button if you want. <laughs> no, okay. You ruined it. Uh, not name the Cowboys. I don't. <laughs> not the Niners. Yeah. The Niners don't even need. Where, where, okay, where can you see him fit? Where can I see him fit? Let me think. I mean, I think he could be pretty damn good on the Chiefs. <laughs> And that kind yeah, of, that kind of an offense. I don't I mean. I don't think anybody wants that. Right. And they're pretty good at. And I can't see the Chargers trading him to the Chiefs. That's either. true. Yeah. So let's say somebody in the NFC. I mean. I mean. I wasn't even thinking that. Yeah. Even even across the conference would be most likely. Maybe like the. I mean the Eagles. Yeah. They could probably use someone. I mean. Because they get, they let go of Miles Sanders. Um, but I think they just picked up a back, and I can't remember who it was, but. Yeah. I was kind of thinking the Bills could use a, a, a yeah. guy out of the backfield that yeah. can make some plays for them. That would be a bad call. Yeah. Uh, some quarterback signings run the league. <laughs> Your former boy, is the jersey in here? Oh, I should have wore it. <laughs> I should have painted it black and wore it. <laughs> Jimmy G goes to the Raiders. He's a silver and black boy now. Can you believe it? What did I say about the Raiders earlier? Oh, they're cheap. So they got a cheaper version of Derek Carr. Nice. Good, good for you guys. <laughs> He's going to look good in black, man. Did you see what did you see what he wore to the press nah, conference? I didn't. This the nicest black suit. Yeah, with little Raiders pin on it. Yeah, he's he's a stud. Don't, don't he, get me wrong. He's gonna clean up shop in Vegas. That's all <laughs> I gotta say. That's the only thing I want to say about Jimmy G. I, I don't think the Raiders are that much better with Jimmy G, and hopefully he can stay healthy. I don't think they are, but I think they're the same team. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, what do you think about my Niners getting Sam Darnold? <laughs> I really don't think anything. Happened. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's. It's a better third-string quarterback than they had last year. It's out of necessity. Yeah, pretty much. It's just in case they go back to Philly this year in the NFC Championship, and it's not they don't have to play Josh Jones. Right, right. So I think Sam Darnold could play a little better than Josh Jones. Right. I, I could almost, I don't know what kind of guarantees are associated with the contract, but could maybe see him even getting released before the season starts. Uh, we saw Sam Darnold play college. His second-to-last game in college. <laughs> in Levi Stadium. So That's I'm sure right. they'll, you know, he'll be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I remember winning something big here. Do we know what number Sam Darnold's going to wear? I didn't even look this up. 
Uh, I mean, is it gonna be fourteen? Yeah, I would. I would think so. Okay. Yeah. No, it's kind of been his number, right? But I don't know. For a while. I don't know if somebody has El Niners already. Or if I don't. I don't. <sighs> yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, Andy Dalton to the Panthers. Also nothing. Well, I'll say this: he could be a good mentor to whoever they draft. That's a good call. I don't really care about this news, but yeah. you made a good point, so yeah. I'll agree with that. <clears throat> Baker Mayfield going to the Bucks. Looks like he might. He's in line to start. I would think. Or, or either him or Kyle Trask. What do you think? I think the the Bucks went from like the, t- the highest of the high to desperation. They're crashing. Right. They are crashing. But you know, good for Baker Mayfield. It's just you know he had that game last year with the Rams. Right. It was like a miracle game for him. And then didn't do anything else for the Rams. But everyone wants to think that he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I always root for Baker Mayfield. He's a douche. Oh, he's a total. And he's co- I mean, he's cocky. I'm sure he believes in himself, which is great. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just, this is also nothing to me. Same yeah. with the next one that you're talking about. Yeah. I didn't even know this happened. Yeah, Taylor Heineke going to the Falcons. Whatever, right? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just a little quarterback carousel yeah. going on right now. I like that. I like that. Uh, other free agency news. Javon, I think it's the biggest news for me. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Javon Hargrave signs the Niners. This yeah, dude buddy. was an absolute stud for the Eagles last year. Yeah, and I, I think the biggest factor for the Niners is that they're taking a key player from a team that beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. So I think that's huge. Along with the fact that he's going to hopefully produce for the Niners because oh. they gave him a lot of money. <laughs> I think he's getting $40 million guaranteed. I think <clears throat> what the Niners seem to do year in and year out for their defense is something that every fan wants. Yeah. Who doesn't want this as a fan? Right. For like, me, well, I mean, it, like I would love this for the Cowboys. Right. The thing, too, is that um, I know he's an interior defensive lineman, but... Um, you still have, I think, like 11 sacks. So that's yeah. a fucking huge number for interior linemen. Um, but the Niners' pass rush outside of Nick Bosa was kind of what you would say was probably bottom of the league. Cause, really? Because they only finished like 12th in sacks, even with all of his sacks. Yeah. So. I guess you get caught up in Fred Warner and Eric Armstead and all right. those guys. Even though, even though Armstead is. Armstead is an interior lineman as well. well. So I think if you put those three guys together with, you know, Hargrave, Bosa, and Armstead. Fucking nasty trio. And you just got to get maybe one more guy to, or have a rotation for the, the other fast rusher on the outside. How's that secondary doing? Mm. We've lost a, yeah. we, I mean, the, all the guys in the Niners have lost have been rotational pieces. Oh, okay. None of them have been starters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mosley could have come back and been a starter, but mm-hmm. we weren't going to pay him. Yeah, it'll be nice to see the Cowboys beat the Niners this year in Santa Clara. That's all I got to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're funny. <laughs> You better hope Sam Donald's playing. <laughs> uh, Patrick Peterson going to the Steelers. Does this mean anything to you? It just means that Patrick Peterson is is still producing, being an older player. Yeah, I mean he was fine with the with the Vikings. I, I don't feel like he's a, he's definitely not a standout anymore, but no, he no. can play play uh, play some ball. Is he still playing corner? Yeah, okay. I believe so. I know sometimes guys will go from corner to safety. The old Charles Woodson move. But it's yeah. you know good for Patrick Peterson, man. He's gonna he's gonna look nice and. The black and yellow. Yeah. That's, that's a nice uniform. It's classic. It's a classic uniform. Yeah. Although I think they should go back to the like the block numbers rather than the yeah. ones they have now. Yeah. But. yeah. Um, the Cowboys finally <laughs> released Ezekiel Elliott. He gone. This should have happened three years ago. I get why I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, it, at least it, it probably should have happened before the start of last season. I don't know how the money worked out with it, but mm-hmm. and that's probably why. Hopefully Zeke goes to a good team. You know, the Zeke slash Dak era because they both got drafted the same year. Right. You know that was pro- this probably been the best, best six or seven years of Cowboys football that I've watched or seen. Yeah. You know, it was definitely good. I mean, they had a good year last year, but it was better earlier than it was yeah. the last handful of years. And man, I don't I don't really know what to think about Ezekiel Elliott when it comes to him as a player. I mean, he was a beast his first few years. Right. He was so good. And then he just he fell off, and it sucks to see for for running backs. And that's usually how it works around the NFL. Yep. But this man is younger than I am <laughs> by weird. by about a month. <laughs> it's weird. But he's still younger than I am. I know he's going to be able to do something for somebody. Yeah. Around the league, he'll 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 get signed by someone. I just don't know. He's not going to play a, an essential role for anyone. No, I don't think so. Last but not least, we already talked about the Eagles losing players. They've actually lost seven starters that they had last year in free agency, Cowboys, five of which on the defense. Cowboys like this. Yeah. And they almost lost Darius Slay, too. Um, but they decided to bring him back. Yeah, it was weird. It was like he was gone, and then... Yeah. I don't know if... Did they say he actually did get released, and they signed him to a new contract, or...? 
I'm not sure how that worked out. I forget exactly what it was, yeah. but... But they did, I think it was just today, they lost uh, their second safety, yeah. Gardner-Johnson, to the yeah. Lions. And if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm thinking to myself... It's getting harder and harder to... Hey, we were that close, and yeah. we lost this many guys. It's, it's just, yeah, it's not going to get easier from here. The one thing, though, is for the most part, their offense is coming back. They lost one lineman and then Miles Sanders, who I don't think they really mm-hmm. cherish that much. So, yeah. um, I think offensively, they're, they shouldn't worry too much. And they're probably hoping for even more growth out of Jalen Hurts. So... I'm sure they'll be very good again next year, yeah, regardless of all this. Yeah. Also, Juju signed with the Patriots. I thought that was kind of... Oh, yeah. And Adam Thielen to the Panthers. I mean, he's older, but... Yeah. It's just, yeah, Juju. He had a good year for the... Yeah, not bad. For the for the Chiefs. Yeah, not bad. I mean, he, he kind of was, by default, the number one receiver there, because mm-hmm. they didn't really have much else. Yeah. But Patrick Mahomes made it work. He was certainly good for my fantasy team, so I appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. On to March Madness, like we said we were going to say. First round upsets. Number 13, Furman over number 4, Virginia. You saw how this game ended, right? He threw that pass. The f- terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible pass. Terrible, terrible, terrible. They beat them 68 to 67. Number 15, Princeton over number 2, Arizona. 59, 55. Okay. Bear down. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to Tom Tolbert on KMBR, and he went to Arizona. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he conveniently wasn't. On KMBR on Thursday and Friday. Oh really? <laughs> I think he, I think he took just the, I think he took the day off for the game, but then he wasn't there. I don't think on Friday either. Yeah. But I heard them a little bit today, and he was just like, "Dude, yeah." And I just he says, you know, he you know it happens. It's like well, yeah, it's it whatever. Is. It's like I I don't I don't know. It's different because he played basketball there, but how married could you really be to a team that you know you don't know any of the kids? <laughs> I yeah. mean, maybe he knows them mm-hmm. a little bit, but. And of course, the biggest upset of the, I mean, you can say arguably ever, and Mark, yeah. in, in the bracket, is Fairleigh Dickinson over number one Purdue. So yeah. sixteen beating a one once again for the second time in tournament history, sixty three to fifty eight. Yeah, I got a couple notes on Purdue, Basically. and I feel really bad because I got this old timer who comes into CP. Oh yeah, and picks up books for the library. He went to Purdue. I told you this. He went to Purdue. He had to graduate there like in the sixties because he's he's a pretty old dude. And I was talking about I was talking to him. I was like, "Hey, I got your uh, boilermakers going pretty deep in my bracket." And he was like, "Oh yeah, you know." I was like, "Yeah, that really tall guy, uh, Edie, and yeah. we were talking about him for a minute." So when I see him on Friday, I'm gonna be like, "Bro, <laughs> what happened?" You know what I mean? So Purdue, the last three seasons, has lost to North Texas, who was a 13 seed, St. Peter's, who was a 15 seed, and then Fairleigh Dickinson, who was a 16 seed this year. <laughs> Fairleigh Dickinson came from the first four. Like first, oh, yeah, they had to win. They had to That's win right. the first four. I didn't realize they won. I, I forgot about that. And I think people are saying that this is a bigger upset than when uh, UMBC, I think of what it is. Uh-huh. Is it was a bigger, or this is a bigger upset because that team did not come from the first four. Yeah, because you, well, well, the the only thing I would say, though, is like when you get to play in the first four, you kind of already get some tournament jitters out of the way. Yeah. Uh, that, that's sense. just a, throwing that out there, but. You don't expect a 16 to beat a one seed anyways. No. And, and I don't know if being in the first four actually means that you were less of le, that much less of a team. Like, all 16 seeds are not expected not to win at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just love when they when these big upsets happen and they show pictures on Twitter of where each team plays and how big and how big oh, that one is. That is pretty funny. So good for Fairleigh Dickinson and Purdue. You got to figure it out, guys. Yeah. You got to figure it the hell out because well, what's going on that's becoming the theme of the big 10 is that they are super hyped going into the tournament and then they all like there's only one big 10 team left and there was eight that made the tournament yeah <laughs> um some second round surprises number eight arkansas was had beaten number one kansas 72 that's, that's my claim to fame in my bracket right now by the yeah. way my bracket is ass but i did get that right <laughs> which one <laughs> both <laughs> Well, my girls' bracket is fine, other than the fact that my champion's already up. Yeah. Because it's in, like, the 99 percentile. Mm. Number 15, Princeton over number 7, Missouri. Number 7, Michigan State over number 2, Marquette. Number 6, Creighton over number 3, Baylor. Yeah. I mean, some of those aren't huge upsets, but mm. still, you expect those 2s and 3 seeds to... Princeton, the Ivy League, shout out. Right. A little bit, right? Right. That's a, yeah, number 15 seed. I think that's... I want to say it's only the second time uh, 15 has made it to the... Sweet, Sweet 16. 16. And that was that uh, team you were talking about that beat um, uh, Purdue. Uh, 
um, UM or uh, St. Peter's? I think, yeah, right? Yeah. Or it was the, what did I say? Fuck you. Um, I just had it. Um, either St. You know, Te- North Texas or St. Peter's. I think it might have been 15 seed, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So St. Peter's. <clears throat> we also want to say thanks to everybody who joined the ISR bracket. Yep. We got nine. Nine entries. We got nine entries. Even though I look back and we only have nine now. I, I was able to take those two randos out. Or well, Ar- just, Arb, who didn't even enter anything. Okay, okay. We were not counting. And then I, I... That person is that entered our thing is... We don't know. There's no way. So? So I took him out. <laughs> I don't want someone someone that we know thinking oh. that they put in money when they have. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I got you. Okay, yeah. makes sense. Like, makes if sense. that person had been with me money for some reason, I'd yeah. be like, okay. Uh, I don't Maybe I don't know you, but mm. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so yeah, you know, seven people joined, nine total if you count you and I. Right. Top three currently is Danny, Devin, and Nico. The team that has picked the most to win it all was Alabama, with you, me, and Nico right. picking them. My final four for this one was Bama, Purdue, Houston, Yukon, and of course Purdue is out, but I still have Bama, Houston, and Yukon in it. How about you? Who did you have? Uh I um let's see, I had Alabama uh I actually put Arkansas in there. Because yeah. there's been, I think, like, I can't remember how many years in a row, but there's been at least one team, like, seated seventh or worse to make the Final Four. Oh, so that's so still, I went with them. So that's why I said Arkansas is your claim to fame right now. Yes. Well, really more for just upsetting Kansas, because mm-hmm. everyone had Kansas winning that game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Arkansas, Alabama, um, Duke, who's out, of course. And then, oh, uh, Texas, who nice. I have in the championship game. Nice. <clears throat> I'm also a part of two more bracket challenges. I know that you are too, because I asked you to join them. Yeah. And are you? So you have the one. You have any other ones than that besides what you and your parents are doing? No. So uh, yeah, and the the bracket that I put in uh, the other group is the same bracket. Oh, is it? Yeah. See, I didn't do that. Yeah. So the one I we joined Hannah and Jasmine, who are also a part of our bracket pool, which we appreciate. Right. And for that one, I picked Houston to win it all. Feeling pretty good. I'm actually in the 99th percentile on that one. Nice. Feeling. I was like 99.2 or something like that. So I'm. Feel pretty good about that. And my final four in that one was Arizona, who of course is out, Kansas State, Houston, and then Kansas, who is also out. Oh, bummer. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your possible points? Do you know? I can look right now. In, on our side, uh, Danny's got the highest possible points with sixteen fifty, mm-hmm. Devin fifteen eighty, and everyone else kind of the same. The points I currently have, and it leads, is uh, four sixty. But my max is only thirteen forty, and Devin has more. She has fifteen eighty that she could get. Uh, someone else has fourteen twenty. So I mean, I'm here, I'm there now, but you know, yeah. things change. The tournament, you never right. know. I think if you can get, if you can get like three out of the final four, right? That's pretty damn good. Yeah, two is probably pretty typical. Yeah, and also they have a women's bracket. That's kind of what Jasmine and I do, or Jasmine Hannah and I do every year. Is they join ours, and then I always join, do their women's one because. Right. I mean, I, I, do I watch any women's college basketball? <laughs> Absolutely not. I also don't watch any men's college basketball. Yeah. And in that one, I have South Carolina winning it all, and I'm feeling really nice about that now because six other people in that group, I think six probably out of... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Six out of nine. Six out of nine picked <laughs> Stanford, <laughs> and of course Stanford lost yesterday. I really was not expecting that at all. I don't think... I mean, I think I had Stanford going to the Final Four. Right, yeah. I thought I was going to be one of, like, two mm-hmm. to pick Stanford. And it feels like with the women's tournament, not not to say it's easier to pick, because I think on the ESPN app, there's only one more perfect bracket. Oh, there's actually a perfect bracket There's left? still one more left, yeah. And Let's see what it's at right now. I think it's... I think the person who had has that perfect bracket at UConn winning it all. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, no, there's no more perfect. No? Perfects. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that was an old post. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of easier to pick the... Yeah, the there's, less up, there's less upsets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the top teams tend to be pretty... Pretty good. Pretty significantly stronger than the rest of the... And, you know, I picked South Carolina going into it thinking everyone else is probably going to pick them because well, they're undefeated. I know it's hard to be undefeated. I thought everyone would at least have them going to the finals. Like, when I saw all those S's, like for the Stanford logos, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what the hell? This is crazy. Because <laughs> even, like, Devin picked them. Right. I was honestly kind of bummed because I thought I was going to be like, you know, if Stanford wins it, I win. <laughs> yeah, I like how yours is, uh, your name is Tultry. <laughs> Mine is uh, Feminism. Yeah. Dude, coming into today, my bracket was like, obviously I had the Stanford mishap, but it was at 99.7%. 
That's pretty good. Yeah, but I lost one game already today, apparently. So if I'm looking at my bracket for the Houston one that I picked, my rank is 165,000. That's pretty good. That's not pretty good. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Because yeah. my, my bro tied one is 4.6 million. Yeah, yeah mine's so, in like the 10 million range. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a decent chance because I do have plenty of uh, Final Four possibilities yeah. here. And of course, we never want Danny to win anything, so let's hope he yeah. doesn't win. Well, you know, he's already been talking, and so every and every time he talks, he things wins. go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like what happened to his fantasy team last year? It went eight zero, and then yep. lost in the first round by yours. Lost in the first round by yours truly because he was talking. Hey, it happens. Danny just needs to learn to uh, let things play out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> do we no, talk, I do hope we, he listens do to we, this. Do we talk shit about him every episode? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> love him to death, though. I know. Love love him to death. Uh. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, Sweet 16 coming up this Thursday and Friday. We'll be Final Four, in the Final Four, by the time we uh, are ready for the next episode. So there's going to be no games until Thursday and Friday? Correct. Oh, yeah, they, they always yeah, save them until yeah, Thursday always, and Friday. Yeah. And then the next Friday will be the Final Four games, and then, or the next Saturday, rather. Mm-hmm. And then the Monday after is the, the Natty. Oof. What day is it on? Monday? It's on a Monday. Oh, that's nice. We could we could maybe think about taking that day off and get together and watch it. Yeah, I'd like that. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, let's see. Yeah, so Stanford, they were upset in the women's tournament um, by number eight Ole Miss in round two, ending their 14-year run of reaching the Sweet 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty wild and unfortunate. Yeah. And they did it on their home court, no less. I thought it was, so are they only doing the final four at a location? Because I feel like. No, I think every everything after the first two rounds, they go to like neutral locations. And do we know if the women have always done that? I believe so. Because the men don't do that. No. Okay. Because I saw them playing on their home court. I'm like, is this normal? I, I think they do it because it's a better way to get people in the stands. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Did you, did you just for fun, to see how much tickets were for the, the games here in Palo Alto? I didn't even think about it, to be honest. I know they were playing in Sacramento for men's. I, I looked at those. They're kind of pricey, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> but, yeah. All right. Uh, NBA. Ready? Oh, yeah. So, uh, we talked about John Morant last episode. Um, he eventually was officially suspended by the NBA. Um, and, actually, his, his suspension is being lifted today. Uh, but it sounds like he's not going to play. But he did, he did uh, rejoin the team. So, be interesting to see him back on the court. See how his. I, I assume his teammates are going to embrace him. But absolutely, it's just uh, he might be a little rusty. I mean, I know he's young, but right when you're playing this kind of level of basketball, you're not playing for about a week, week and a half. You're going to be a little rusty regardless. Right. I think it's just going to be like if if they don't play well, like kind of right out the gate when he comes back. I think there's going to be some weird energy surrounding them. Well then, I would just I would I would expect weird energy because I don't see him, I just, I just don't see him coming back and just bouncing off the walls like he always does. When right, he plays. right. <clears throat> you know the, the Grizzlies are a weird team, man. They they talk a lot of shit. They this well, I mean, oh actually Dylan Brooks talks well, a, a yeah. ton of shit. This should have been like the year where they took that next step, and it felt like that was happening earlier in the year because they were one of it was them and Denver that were kind of running away from the pack mm-hmm. at first, but they've just kind of like had so much. BS going around their yeah. team that it hasn't really been that. And let's be real, I didn't think I don't think I don't think you thought either that the Grizzlies were ever going to be real title contenders this year, anyways. Maybe not this year, but you but know, it would be nice to see them make that jump, like you're saying. I mean, they they tested the Warriors in the second round last mm-hmm. year, so you could have said hey, if they're going to take another step forward, yeah. they get to the mm-hmm. conference finals. But I don't, I they could, I guess, because mm-hmm. the West is a little little weird this year, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not predicting that at all right now. No, no, no. Not at all. Also, uh, Nikola Jokic's uh, quest for three-peat of MVPs is apparently in jeopardy now because Joel Embiid has passed him as the betting favorite to win the MVP. At According to Vegas? According to Vegas, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know Nikola Jokic is having a hell of a year. And yeah. he's having a better year than he had last year. So naturally you would say, well, he's got to win that VP again. Right. 
but Joel Embiid ha- hasn't won one in his career. And we know how the NBA is. They hardly ever... Well, has there been two 3P MVPs in the league? Is that what it is? I think it's P- Bill Russell and Larry Bird, okay. I want to say. I mean, voter fatigue is natural. I, I totally understand it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting at, voter yeah. fatigue. You know, because Steph had two, he didn't win the third one. Right, but I don't even think he was really in contention. But that. you know what I mean, it's right. just... You, you kind of knew he was not yeah. going to be considered. Uh, Giannis won two, right. didn't win three. Right, and he could have been, I guess. I'm okay with either one of these guys winning the MVP. Joel Embiid does seem like he's got the ass end of the deal the past couple of years because he has played really good basketball. Right. Well, I think the thing is that, especially if you just think about the previous two years, that they put up very similar numbers, really in like the the scoring and rebounding departments. Mm-hmm. But Jokic was you know Mister Triple Double, like he was yeah. dropping eight assists a game, and yeah. Embiid's not really that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's still the case, but. Uh, Embiid's scoring like 33 points a game this year, and Jokic is only scoring 25. So I, I guess you can, I can see the gap there now. Well, I mean, Nicole Jokic, <clears throat> I think he's close to averaging a triple-double for the yeah, season. Yeah, he's, he's like 9.9 assists right now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's what's happened, though, is that the media that doesn't vote for the NBA awards, mm-hmm. I feel like on TV and whatever, is putting a lot of pressure on whoever. To not make Jokic a three-time MVP because they just don't feel because naturally he doesn't feel like a three-time MVP. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't look at him and say, "Yeah, I felt like he was the best player three years in a row." Yeah, I mean, he would be like I said in rarefied air, and it'd be an incredible achievement. Right. Like he's like he wins three straight MVPs. He is a no doubt NBA top one hundred player in twenty five years. Oh yeah, and a no doubt Hall of Famer. Yeah, already. Absolutely. It's just it feels like his stats are or sexier than his play is probably what it is. Because he's, Cause he's he, kind of a lug. He, yeah, he's, just, he's doughy. Yeah. But he, he knows how to play the game <laughs> no, he's, he's awesome. He knows how he's to no play, doubt. man. And that shouldn't take away from anything that he's doing. You know, right. now I know these, these voters are better than that, but just make the right choice. I mean, I don't know. I, I really... I'm cool with either one of these guys. They're right. both deserving. Right. And, uh, like, if you break it down, too, like, Jokic is way more efficient at scoring. Yeah. He, he takes away less shots, yeah. but... Or not way less, but he takes like five less shots a game. He's like doing what Westbrook did the year he won the MVP, but he's the one seed. And right. Westbrook was the seven seed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his triple doubles and his stats are leading to wins. Right. And the most, or the second most wins in the league currently, right? Right. <clears throat> Although the Nuggets have fallen off a little bit lately. Um, hey, the, the Kings might get the one seed. <laughs> right. Stop. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I have to put him in my rankings. <laughs> also, also, I just gotta say, when are the Kings gonna clinch a playoff spot? They gotta be close. Yeah, they're getting close. It's just the We're West still, is so jammed up. Yeah. They haven't like really put that much mm-hmm. distance on you know. Because I believe the Nuggets have clinched a spot. I believe Boston and Boston Milwaukee. and Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Um, are you gonna be updating your rankings? This uh, this afternoon. Uh, yeah, the only thing I'm switching is so I have the Bucks, Celtics, Suns, Nuggets in my top four still, mm-hmm. and I just switch the Sixers and the Warriors. Okay. Because I still respect those Warriors, man. I still respect them, but they could not win a road game to save their lives. Oh, it's fucking and Are they going to win tonight against Houston? Well, that's the thing. Is like <laughs> I I'm pretty sure that they will not be on my list if they lose to if they lose tonight. <laughs> Uh, I am keeping them on my list as well. I kind of did something similar to you. I'm, I have added the Sixers to my list, um, and they are at number five mm. above the Warriors at six and the Cavs I've kept at seven. Got you. Um, I, I think I almost put the Nuggets over the Suns because it's, you know, KD's, you know, I said this he, last week and he... But he, uh, he's he's probably going to be back in the yeah. next two weeks. So I'll, I'll yeah. stick with that. I'll yeah. stick with it. Um... Yeah, I, I kept the Nuggets at three. Uh, I know they've they've struggled a little bit lately, but I don't know. They're probably just getting a little <laughs> tired of the regular season, which yeah. I know the Warriors have been guilty of that in the past, too. Yeah. I also wanted to give a shout-out to my Sacramento Kings. They have a first 40-win season since 2005-2006. Shout-out to the 40 wins Sacramento Kings fan who, in the Summer League games, <laughs> came out the stadium and said, we're getting 40 wins this year, and God damn it, he was right. right. Everyone laughed at him, and even I said, that's not even half the games. Right. You know, you're still under 500. 
Oops. So shout out to him. And he actually, him and those other two dudes in that video, I believe, were sitting courtside at a Kings game last week. Is that right? That's really cool. That's awesome. Really cool. It's a nice full circle moment. <laughs> and the Kings will finish over 500 for the first time since 2006. I mean, I assume it would be the same season. Yeah. Yeah. And just <laughs> they keep lighting that beam. That thing, that thing must be getting. It's, yeah. Did they start that this year? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's great. <laughs> it's, it's just. It's been, it's really been a dream season for the Kings. Yep. And I really just hope they can win one playoff series. It's asking a lot, but I think they could do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're going to have home court advantage unless things go south in the next yeah. three weeks. Um, so, yeah. And the Kings play tonight. I forget who they play. And hopefully they're going to be playing a playing team at this rate. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, I mean, it looks like they can play the Warriors, which would be great. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want it. I, I'm used to my hate, most hated teams being my favorite teams. So <laughs> it wouldn't be anything new for me at this point. Right. But we'll see. Shout out to the Kings. I don't yeah. give you guys enough love. I don't know if I'll put you in my power rankings, but you never know. Yeah, I mean, and last year we we kept these going through the through like the second round of the playoffs, so we can we can do that again. And what I would like to do is when the regular season is over, we go back and look at our. Oh, predictions? Predictions, Absolutely. Yeah. Like we love to do. I remember I had the Kings at the 10 seed, and that was, like I said, we were being generous. I was being generous. Right. I didn't put them in my in my top 10. No. Yeah. I, think, I think I also had the Warriors at the 2 seed, so. Yeah, I, th- I, I put them probably 3, maybe 4. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gage, what time do we have? That was easy. It's last call. Yes, sir. It's last call, baby. Man, we didn't really do much damage on this one. We can keep drinking after this. Yeah. It's it's a good wine. It is I'm just trying my best, you know. I feel like I really indulge on this podcast. So. <laughs> trying to keep it keep it cool. Well, I know this is all we have, so I don't want to drink too much too quickly. Sure. So I want to be dry for the last 20 minutes of this, <laughs> this, this podcast. So We've done that before. Yeah. I don't really have anything. I guess I could have one thing if you want to say the things that you have on here. Yeah. So we already talked about the WBC, but uh, I do have a couple other notes. This is so New York Mets. Edwin Diaz, Mets closer, who just signed a, the biggest closer contract in history of baseball this past offseason. Has that badass op- that badass yeah. walkout song. the Timmy song. Trumpet song for his walkout. What's it called? Timmy Trumpets is the guy's name. No, it's not. That's what I got. Or Timmy Trumpet. <laughs> I swear to God. That's amazing. <laughs> Timmy Trumpets. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Okay. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> he even like came to a couple games. I saw that he played at a game, but yeah. I had no idea he goes by Timmy <laughs> Trumpets. Yeah. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, so he's going to be missing the entire 2023 season. Yeah, this, this is terrible. Because he injured himself during a victory celebration for Team Puerto Rico in the WBC. Really sad news. I, I know. I looked at different videos of this, and it's hard to tell because he's surrounded by people. Right, you can really see you what You can't happened. really see how yeah. bad it was. Yeah, but I, was, I guess it was a knee... Injury? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it was a, um, let's see, I have right here. Uh, tore a patella tendon in his right knee. Yeah. Fuck. That sucks. He's going to miss, yeah, miss the whole season. Obviously, being paid the most by as a closer ever means you're probably pretty damn good. I and mean, he is damn good. Uh, he's someone I do enjoy watching pitch, but, uh, I mean, the fucking Mets, man. <laughs> and so, does this to you mean that, like, is this going to change how people think of the WBC going forward? Like how freak accidents can happen. They don't want to, you know, I mean, put their actual career for the MLB in jeopardy. I mean, do you think you would think about that if it happened during a, like a, a division title ce- celebration? Because they do that too. Yeah. <laughs> or, like spring, or like spring training. Yeah. Something like that. Oh, I mean, anyone, obviously they weren't playing baseball when this happened. It was, you know, celebrating. But no, I don't think this, I think... This next thing I'm going to say, which is Jose Altuve getting hit in the hand, that's one thing. But at the same time, you can get hit in the hand in a spring training game also, yeah. which is to your point. I mean, Nolan Arenado just got hit in the hand. Yeah, he's he's thankfully going to be fine. I think he's going to play that tomorrow. last night? Yeah. I think he's going to play tomorrow. But they just took him out for precautions. Yeah, we need him. But yeah, but yeah Altuve is going to miss two months after getting hit in the hand against their game against uh, Team USA. That looks like it's gone. No, yeah, it's way up in the air. Yeah, this game's still nothing, nothing in the fourth inning. 
I guess it's better for Altuve that's the first two months and that's the last two months. Right. Yeah. You know, if they have to put any kind of silver lining on it, that's it. Just think about him too. He's been like unbelievably healthy in his career. I feel like I don't. I can't remember him missing, you know, extended periods of time. But. He's a, he's a baller. I know he's got his. Yeah. He's got his issues that people don't like about him, but right. the dude can play flat out. No doubt. The only thing I have that's last call worthy is the Giants signed Sergio Romo, and this is kind of a sentimental type deal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah, you're gonna let him uh, pitch in the Bay Bridge series one last time for the, in the black and orange. Oh, so he's gonna pitch in a regular season game? No, no, in, oh, in the, yeah. the little preseason yeah. series. Yeah, so, that's um, cool. That's, it's just it's nice. Yeah, it's, it's, nice. it's really just a retirement contract, which is yeah, I think it's cool. Uh, and I wonder if he asked them like, "Hey, I want to be a giant. I want to retire a giant." And they were like, "Okay." You yeah, go. I don't know how that goes. Um, that had to be been the case. Do you think they would have? I think the actually, Giants maybe could have been the ones that reached out. Maybe yeah. considered. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just yeah, I wonder how often like it happens on either side because I don't even know if he had announced officially announced retirement or not. No. Yeah, but whatever. What do you think of the, those hats that have the G on it? I kind of like them. I like them. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think they could they could wear them in the regular season. It wouldn't be. Yeah. Uh... They could. They, well, they could. they'd have to wear the black. They couldn't do like that stupid orange one that they have for. Uh, you can't. No. You can't. Oh yeah. You can't. You can't mention it. You can't mention it. <laughs> it's, in, right. it's in jail. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> well, is mentioning it in jail or is well, just the uniform itself in jail? Okay, let's, let's see. I'm glad you asked. So I will bring it up for you real quick right now. It, 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 it says hats. Oh, it's the hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um well yeah as long as they don't do them like that <clears throat> i know exactly what you mean. as long as they're not orange on orange but no i think they i think they could rock them like as just a, an alternate hat okay like you get you have to have the sf as the main hat. how about oh, if how about if they rock this rock that hat as an alternate one we can get that out of jail would you be okay with that i mean if they if they did it yeah well yeah but i don't think it's gonna happen yeah, we'll still be in jail then. <laughs> I mean, they just need to get rid of that whole thing. But yeah. <laughs> we can't talk about it. There's no, what, there's no shots here for you I to take. I didn't say what it was. <laughs> uh, First sub-hour episode in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably about right. That was yeah. That was, that was quick and dirty. Oh yeah. I like that. It's because we didn't spend 14 minutes on each NFL topic. <laughs> Sometimes you don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. we really it's don't. Not, it's not really necessary. <laughs> like, like, free agency doesn't matter until, like, you see the guys actually on the field, right? Yes. Um, shout out, RD Winery. Yeah, don't course, forget. Tribute night, July 27th. You got four months to remember. <laughs> and we will remind you. <laughs> yeah. Now is the last, last update. <laughs> yes. And probably until... Like March or till like April or May, yeah, or no, May or June. Yeah, well, we'll yeah, we'll maybe do one in April, one in May, and then a few times. Yeah, leading up. Exactly. So, cheers. Cheers to some more March Madness coming up, and uh, we're gonna watch the finale of the WBC in a couple of days as well. Excellent. Thank you for watching, listening. We'll see you next time. Peace.